Hi guys, I'm Claire. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to the Margarita Madness podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! Welcome back, welcome back. It's, um, I always want to say it's an exciting episode because it's always exciting to me, but I think I say that too much at the beginning of um, each one. <sighs> and I always feel like I say like, the same oh, thing. Have, like we have a really cool case or like whatever, but this one, my mom thinks it was wild. Okay, so. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do you want to talk about your past week? Do you have anything exciting to update us on? I feel like yeah, yeah great. Um, I mean, nothing too exciting. I have started working on an application for um like research a research grant to work with a professor so doing cool. research for the summer so, so cool. i mean it's pretty it, it's very very competitive he said so like you know i'm i'm but i'm excited to like potentially get to work on some research and stuff if it all works out we'll see yeah, that would be cool good luck thank hope you. you hope you get it thank you and another highlight of my week which is very random but i put my music on shuffle the other day when i was like cooking because well that's what i do <laughs> and the best of both worlds by hannah montana came oh out and my it just God. instantly boosted my mood <laughs> really exposing myself here but it no, really boosted my love mood. her love that oh my god <laughs> miss hannah montana miss um my week yes how was your week Play, mundane i feel like i say that a lot mundane average update normal placement update i have held a few babies so that's awesome (laughs) i started my semester project yay i'm learning how to use all the different types of patient intake software because pretty much every specialty has its own software that it uses like a different platform so like I don't know if it's exposing if I say them, but, like, pretty much all dentists everywhere use something called Paradigm, which is confusing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, general patient intake as a whole is, like, a different platform. So, and they each do things differently. Like, you each have, you in each of them, you have to put the date differently. Like, the main one uses it, like, the Canadian way where you put the month, day, and then year. And then the other ones put it, like, uh, day month here right and i'm like but how That's am i supposed to so keep track yeah and then when i look at one it. where the general patient intake file is in and then it has their birthday one way and if i just copy and paste it's wrong technically on the other right. one so i just switch the oh yes. so that's confusing i've also developed a fear of answering the phone which i never had before because oh, me. Here, yeah yeah i never had that before but because now i don't always have the answers to what they want right. i just feel like bad when I pick up the phone because they expect me to know obviously because I'm working there and I'm like oh sorry like I don't know yeah <laughs> so I I'm, genuinely yeah. feel like other than my friends um like I genuinely feel like my social skills are like a cheery like, like I still talk with my friends and stuff obviously so not so much that but like I had two calls like with professors this week and I just like like I was so awkward like I just don't know how to like I was thinking that yeah I was thinking that today like the people that I see and talk to every day like my supervisors and things I think it's okay but one of the youths passed me in the hall today and he looked at me and I smiled but I obviously was wearing a mask and like a face shield and stuff so he couldn't tell but in my mind I was like great he knew I acknowledged him and then he went 
hey. I was, like, taken aback because, like, that's, like, random. Like, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. Like, and I was just walking down the hall. It's not really, like, he would know what my job is. Right. And he was, like, how are you? And I was, like, oh, I'm good, thank you. And he said, uh, he was, like, oh, good. Like, I, like, didn't know if I should say anything because I couldn't tell if you smiled. And I was, like, oh, I did. Sorry. Like, it just felt so awkward that, like, naturally if I just passed someone, I would just be, like, I would just smile at them. But they would never know. Yeah. Now, and I never thought about that. Yeah, like, it's really made my social skills with like small talk and like with people you don't know well or like are trying to be professional with like it, really <laughs> it's been awkward yeah this is what almost a year of a pandemic does yeah next month god honestly and um so we're recording this on tuesday the 2nd of february and today's groundhog day oh, it's and my I'm, like, uncle's birthday that because it's been groundhog day for like a year at this point <laughs> Shout out to my one and only family member that listens to this podcast, Uncle Chris. Happy birthday. Hi, Uncle Chris. Happy birthday. <laughs> if he ever listens to this one. And shout out to my only family member, my Aunt Kelly, for just listening. Uh, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to text him right now and tell, tell him that I gave him a birthday shout out on, our, on, our, on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, my aunt Kelly and her support. <laughs> <laughs> she always, she always, um, I don't always, but sometimes she like texts me after like listening, and I love it. I love that she listens. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, anything else you have going on that you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say we um we just talked a lot about our our high school career. <laughs> because, career. I don't know why, but for like an hour before this, we were on a, like a, a rant about our high school career. Yeah. I mean, we're both talking about how like, even though it's only been like three years, it literally feels like a different lifetime. Uh, yeah. I feel like I don't know the person I was back then. I was Me thinking either. the other day when I was writing an essay, I was like, I thought I was like great in school and whatever before we like before I came to university and now I'm writing essays and stuff and and my work in high school just couldn't compare like I don't even know what I was doing back then yeah yeah same I I, I feel that but I guess like you you like a a good thing that we've like grown as people since we were like yeah uh learn Exactly. Sorry, I, right now, right when we started, I'm becoming really popular with text messages for some reason. And it's all in my family group chats. Like, she like, she has a big fan base, people. It's it's <laughs> my family group chat popping off, all right? Don't you love when the family group chat pops off? It's yeah, truly it's, the best. I'll have to answer that one later. DM us with your family group chat names. That's a good one. Like, what, like what's the name of your family group chats if you're listening to this? Mine is Bod Squad because half are the first half of our last name is Bod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours is the O'Hagan Squad. I I feel like Squad is a pretty like common one, like the last name Squad, right? Yeah. Like, um, if you have a friend group chat and it's named something, let me know because my friend group has quite a few group chats because it depends on like who's in them, but. Yeah. So the ones for my house is just my, um, the roommates that I've had, like, living in first year university is, like, the number of our apartment, and then last year it was the number, like, our house and the number and the street, and the same thing now, but it's obviously changed because we moved, but, um, we have one that's, like, women, and it's, like, just the women of our friend group, 
And yeah. then our um, actual friend group with the big broader group is sinners. But um, each there's a space in between each letter, so it's like S space I space. It's very odd. Oh, I don't know why it's that. called that, but. Yeah, yeah, so if you have a friend group chat and it's called something, please let me know. I uh, yeah. <laughs> This is so funny. I saw on TikTok today uh, something, some video, but it was a girl showing off her group chat, like, text with her cousins, and it was something called, like, Grandma's Least Favorite or something oh, random, yeah, yeah, random yeah. like that. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't, That's so funny. I don't even, <laughs> like, can you imagine? That's, that was That made me laugh. That's, that's so funny oh my gosh <laughs> really missing out on the tiktok i think i still please uh let us know if claire should get tiktok tiktok i think yes <sighs> and, and it's i swear it's not that, like i'm one of people who's like oh like i'm too good like you know what i mean it's just like i i feel like i spend so much time with my phone I'm, like so i'm like scared more so but like i love the content because i see it on like reels i i hear you when i wasn't working I definitely spent a lot of time on it, but because I'm not on my phone all day long now, like, it definitely limits how much I use it. Yeah, but I think maybe if I get it and then, like, put a timer on it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you can have your action. I might have to because the content is just incredible. Because <laughs> you send me a bunch and then I see it on reels. Like, I just love it. Um. My my uncle said, well, that's a first. You're the best. I'm a few episodes Aww. behind, but I'll catch up eventually. Okay. Well, when you get to this point, you hear this. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Uh, Happy birthday. I just, I miss my friends, but because I saw my family, like, a lot before this happened, like, extended family, which I feel like people think it's very odd because I see my extended family a lot. Like, I just miss my family so much. It feels so weird. Like, I'm going to work. Yeah, and I was literally sitting around a table with seven other people today, but I can't even see my family members. You know what I mean? Where I like clearly I know. know where they've been. Yeah, I can talk same. to them. Like I feel like I usually see my extended family members, like cousins and stuff too. Like I know a lot of people just kind of see them like at the major holidays, but like we, like see them more than that. So, so much. I, I agree with you. It feels really weird. It feels weird that I can go to work and be in, like, close contact, not close contact, but close enough that, like, we've touched the same things, um, but not even be able to see my, like, family outside. Like, it feels very wrong. Yeah. (sighs) I was just thinking that while we were doing our morning meeting, because I was sitting, like, standing right beside someone else. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do, I suppose, but it gets, I mean, not I suppose, I know, but... It gets hard, for yeah. sure. All right. Let's get into this episode. Oh, right. <laughs> that's, our, that's our little catch-up. Um, definitely one of the briefer ones, which is good. <laughs> we decided that next... I think we decided next week we're going to do, like, an unstructured one. So you'll you'll get your fair share of us rambling. We just... Um, yeah, I thought... I, yeah, we thought it would be fun because we just talked for, like, an hour before this episode. And, like, in all reality, it's not like we couldn't produce that as content, so. No, no. Like, I think we're just going to come up with, like, broad themes, kind of, and just, like, talk. If you have so. a broad theme you want us to oh, touch on? Theme, let us know. Yeah, nothing too specific. Well, even if it's specific, we can go on for hours. So just, just let us know. Let us know if there's something you want our thoughts on. Yeah. 
we're gonna who knows what we're gonna talk about who knows <laughs> should be interesting um but for this week we have another true crime case which i i'm excited about i like these episodes I, I'm curious, do you like our, like, chatty ones or our true crime ones more? Are you asking me or the the public? I'm, I'm asking the public, but, oh. <laughs> but, but, I mean, your thoughts would be, I mean, I like both. I think I just like, I just like. I like crime. both, but I don't have a passion for true crime like you do. Like, I really like to and hope I'm good at giving advice, so I feel like that's what I like. I I like to think in my mind, or at least I've been told this once, that I'm the the person that people come to for advice. That's kind of more what I yeah I like to go for. Yeah, but I do like these ones that. because I always learn something new. A majority of the cases I've uh, we've done, I haven't heard of, so yeah, I always learn something new. I just like it because I feel like if we can't think of something to talk about, like it's just nice to like have. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I find it fascinating. So I hope I hope you guys enjoy both. And it's a little something for everyone, you know. It is. The true crime lovers and when you just need advice. It's true. When people say, Oh, what's your podcast about? And I say, uh, true crime and life advice, they're like, What an interesting combination. Like I know. Whatever. But I'm I, like, but yeah, know, but it works. <laughs> but I know a lot of people who listen to like both kind of genres. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like we'll just bring both genres to one podcast like why not i think it's great i think well i think that if we did life advice or just whatever every week we would quickly run out of topics yeah and sometimes we do like that we were literally just gonna do a word vomit i mean i'm sure we could think of something else but i i think that's fun so yeah i mean i i i I do have some other thoughts but i think it would just be fun to just like talk so yeah Anyway, um, <laughs> so this week's case, we're going to be talking about uh, the mysterious death of Phoebe Hansjuk. Um, this case really struck me because of, well, you know what, we'll, we'll explain, we'll, we'll talk It's a little more recent than some of the ones we've been doing. Yeah, it's pretty recent, it is pretty recent. Um, so our story starts on December 1st, 2010. Um, Phoebe's family and people close to her get a strange text message at 10.30 a.m. And the person writing this, whether it's Phoebe or not, um, it just sounds very off. Um, And Phoebe had mental health issues, so this kind of strange, um, unclear sort of message, um, almost like... It's just very strange. So they were concerned. So Phoebe's mom, Natalie, was actually traveling um, when the message went through. So she didn't get it right away. So her grandma immediately starts like a family like phone chain and like is trying to figure out what's going on. So Phoebe's grandma contacts Phoebe's boyfriend named Aunt, which is short for Anthony, but I've always heard him referred to as aunt so we'll just call him aunt for the rest which you know that's interesting i've never heard that before which yeah i i don't know why someone would want to be called aunt but um we teach their own garbage so oh doesn't doesn't really matter i'm fine with it (laughs) um so when the grandma calls aunt uh he says that phoebe is fine she um was just sleeping off sort of like a drinking bender from last night 
and said that he was going to go check on her but everything like was fine not to worry so you know the family was still like oh that's weird but they were a little bit you know um calmed i think and her dad was going to have lunch with them the next day so he's like you know what like it's fine i'll just talk to her tomorrow make sure she's all good you know all of that um so the next day her father calls phoebe around or at 6 51 p.m and he was calling to say that he was running late oh sorry they were going to have dinner not lunch my bad <laughs> um he was calling to say that he was running late um but the phone went right to voicemail but right after um aunt calls him right back and this and i guess i should clarify um here that phoebe had two phones I don't exactly know why, but one that was a personal use and then an iPhone that was of use between the both of them. So that's why he called back right away because he, the grandpa was calling or her, her dad was calling the iPhone that was shared between them both. Interesting. I'm surprised it's not like a work phone. It's like a shared It could have been. I mean, it was never super explained like why she had to, like whether one was a work phone. I, I don't know. But anyway, that's like kind of why he called back right away. Like it wasn't weird that he had the phone or whatever. Um, so the call was extra weird though, because in all the time that they had been dating, I think they've been dating for like quite a while at this point, Aunt had never called her father, like never. So this was a little weird. Um, and Aunt said that Phoebe wasn't home, like she wasn't there, um, but her purse and keys were. And so her father, Len, is kind of like, what do you like, what do you mean she's not there? Like, so Len tells Aunt to report Phoebe missing. Um, but Aunt says, no, no, like, there's no need to do that. Like, I'm sure she's fine. And like, he doesn't think that, that the police would take it very seriously at this point. Um, and so Len at this point starts another kind of like phone chain and contacts everyone, friends, family, to see if anyone had even heard from Phoebe. And um, soon after this, Aunt actually calls back, um, I think it was like shortly after seven or like eight or something, um, he calls back that Phoebe had been found dead. Oh. And the family was confused when they heard this news because obviously it's just so out of, like no one really expects these things. I mean, I guess in any case, like no one really expects these things to happen. So they were all quite shocked. Um, but when Len and Natalie hear how she died, and get ready for this, folks, get ready the for family this. was even more confused. So around 7 p.m., the building concierge was looking for a broom, and he went to the basement to look for one. But the door was jammed, um, and she looked in to see if she could see what was blocking it. And what she saw was a body that was blocking the door um and it was phoebe who was um deceased at this point and it was discovered that she had plunged 12 floors down the trash chute and bled to death because she cut her foot like quite badly i am assuming um and the strangest part is that the police and everyone other than the family said that it was likely suicide or an accident. I'm sorry, an accident? Garbage chutes are not that big. You don't we'll get into accidentally it. fall down one of those. 
We'll get into it, girly. Um, <laughs> so one of the reasons why they kind of think this, though, is that Phoebe had traces of a drug called Stilnox in her blood, which is a sleeping aid that can kind of mess with people. And on top of that, she had a BAC of 0.16, way over legal limit. Um, and she also had some previous mental health um, issues. I don't mean to generalize, but I couldn't find, like I looked up and stuff and I, I couldn't find like specifically what she was diagnosed with, but um, she was. So I guess that's where that idea kind of came from. Like maybe it was suicide or she it was an accident and she was on. Um, so they believe that there is no foul play. But to Phoebe's grandfather, he didn't believe that it was an accident or a suicide. And there are a couple of reasons why. So he just couldn't get past like the mechanics of it. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but when I heard this first, like in, when I lived in my old house before moving to Toronto, my room had one of the, like a laundry shoe where you could like push it open and like throw laundry down. And I actually put my brother down at once. Ah! So a person could go in it. Why sure. have I never heard this? Yes. But also, how small was your brother at the time, though? Well, I was nine, and so he would have... He, he would have been, been six. six. Yeah, so he wasn't very big. So in reality, no. a real-sized person... Yes, but it was. this wasn't even the kind of shoot that it was. It was more like, have you ever been to a library, and you, were, you had that like thing where you return the book? Yes. Right? So it opens, and it's like, it's attached at the bottom still. Yes. Right? And it's pretty small. Um, and it, so it was 14 and a half inches by 8 inches. And if you think about that, like, a pa- a piece of paper is 8 and a half by 11. So it's not big. that big. It's so tiny. So how could she get down there? And would it be possible for her to put herself in it, especially if she isn't in the best frame of mind? Like, it was also a meter above the ground that's pretty high yeah her grandpa actually he he is the real savior here the story he contacted the maker of the trash chute and had a replica made and had a friend of phoebe's who was a similar size try to recreate it wow the grandpa's doing better than the police Yes, and I just want to say for this next part, I haven't personally seen the footage. I listened to a Crime Junkie episode on this, and they touched on this part, so just credit for credit is due on this part. Um, She really struggled to get in, um, so it was very unlikely that Phoebe would have been able to get in on her own, and the the girl, she had to have someone kind of hold it open so that it didn't slam on her fingers right because it's one of those things that just like automatically like retracts like you know i, I mean i guess you, you guys know like the library thing or when you put something in the mail um and she and phoebe didn't have any injuries on her fingers which she probably would have um she had bruises on her shoulder and her arms which makes police think that she braced her fall but this wouldn't have been possible um, the position that her friend was in because it was so small, like her arms and stuff, like there was no room for any of that to happen. And her biggest injury, like what we said, was she bled to death because um, her biggest injury was to her foot. So she obviously had to have gone in foot first, or else the injury would have been to her head, right? Um, and so when Phoebe was found, her jeans were pulled down by her thighs. 
so how would she have been able to get in if her jeans were pulled down her thigh? Because think about it, because she was going foot first, they wouldn't have fallen and down when she went down it. And jeans are not stretchy. So if she was, like, climbing all over, exactly. whatever. Like, if you've ever put your jeans on and they're, like, so tight that they, like, stop yes. at your thighs, like, they're pretty difficult to loop in. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, you're not climbing up one meter. And if she was going in legs first, like, the kind of the friction or whatever it would have been going <laughs> so i'm trying to sound scientific but it, i it, it doesn't seem very possible that pants would have fallen down if you were going head first sure maybe right yeah. like it could have anyway so that's another thing um and it's believed that she was actually alive when she um reached the bottom because she wasn't right at the bottom of the trash chute she had kind of been like crawling around seemingly trying to find an exit um and the coroner said that she probably crawled around looking for an exit and it probably took her about five to ten minutes to bleed out which is just so sad like you just imagine like my heart like that that is also that seems also really quick to die from bleeding it must have been like the biggest cut ever but honestly, that seems like it would be fast, but I feel like if you're actually going through it, like, it would just feel like... Right, of course, like, painful and, like, awful. Uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, but it must have been a big cut. Um, I'm, I feel like it was, like, probably, like, almost severed, like, whatever. Um, so she had to have had her pants down before getting into the shoe. So it would have been even more impossible. Like her friend really struggled in like optimal conditions and with health and stuff. And also, if you think about it, like you would need to be bracing yourself to get in, right? And holding the chute open and all this stuff. And the police didn't find prints anywhere on the trash chute, like nothing, which kind of sounds like it would have been had to be cleaned. Mm. but um one of the oddest things about this was the way that phoebe left the apartment which should have alerted aunt um another spelling error we love to see it (laughs) um aunt that something was very wrong so phoebe was found at 7 p.m and aunt had gone home at 6 p.m what they learn Ant didn't get home until 6.09 when he walked into the place. He saw broken glass on the kitchen floor and another glass that smells like vodka. Her keys and purse. And in the bedroom, he sees a shrine with pictures and rambling notes. Yeah, it's like so strange. Like, I, I, I guess, like, you know, the keys and... The glass, like, you think, like, oh, she just stepped out for a second, but the shrine, like, that's just so that's strange. odd. Her key was in, was there, which she needed to leave or get into the building, so he thought she was still in the building. Her hair straighter was on. Interesting. Um, but there was blood on her counter and door frame. Ooh. He does, he does nothing, even though she doesn't come back. Um, aunt, please, what are you doing? Uh, it's sketchy uh, it will clearly if there's blood like don't you think you would be like yeah hello oh I've i know lost my exactly. place now oh so sorry at six fifty one, he calls phoebe's dad and it says phoebe's phone was on at the repair shop that day so it was a coincidence that he called what what sir what <laughs> that just seems like a very convenient 
coincidence. Also, the repair shop? I, I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't. Um, he then orders takeout from the Thai restaurant they're supposed to go to that night. I'm sorry. What? Why would you order it if you think she stepped out? Thank you, Claire, for that ad lib. I like it. Like, if... If you, this is what I'm saying, like, if you thought, like, because his excuse is like, oh, like, her straightener was still on, like, I thought she just stepped out. But if you thought that she just stepped out and you were still, like, you know, going out to dinner and stuff, like, why would you then order dinner from the same place? I hope it, hope it was good food. I mean, I don't Also, if food, it, but. if you came up at, like, 6.09 and it's 6.51, she didn't just step out. Like, maybe you should, like, look. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's not that Especially many places like, in an apartment building you could be going. <laughs> I don't know, like, you come in, you see her keys, phone, hair straightener on, on. blood, broken glass, like, man, man. I'm confused, sir. (laughs) Oh, my God. When the delivery guy comes, this is when he finds out what is happening. (sighs) Sir, I just, they could give some info to when she was last seen, but that's about it. When Phoebe was found, not a single person even touched Phoebe to see if she was alive. I'm sorry? Which, this just struck me because, like, wouldn't you at least check to see if she was cold, had a pulse, like, nothing? And if, if they did, they might have had a better sense into, like, how soon she had gone down that chute. Because if she was, you know, like, not breathing or anything but still warm, it wouldn't have been that long. Yeah, like, no kidding. Um, at 11.43 that morning, there was a fire alarm that went off and cameras show her leaving when the alarm goes and coming back in okay makes sense that was the last time she was seen so she could have died between 12 and 7 p.m police never requested cctv footage from the building and by the time they did it had been recorded over i'm gonna start a movement here start Um, a movement how many times has this happened where there is like cctv cctv footage and it, like, gets recorded over, or it was lost, or is not in the right place. <laughs> so what's the movement you're starting then, ma'am? I am starting a movement to stop recording over CCTV footage. It's, because what, what if we need it? Exactly. This oh is my, my point. How, I have listened to so many cases where this happens, and it's like, that could really tell us something. That could really help. Yeah, no kidding. Uh it's fine. I'm fine. They tested a little blood on the door and it was Phoebe's, but none of the other blood or anything else. I just, it kills me how incompetent every police officer is in all of the cases that we do. I know. It's so crazy. I mean, because at this point they're still like trying to say or like claim that it's like an accident or suicide. Um, suicide or so it just doesn't seem to be I, taken like, yeah, super seriously. I don't get this one. Phoebe's death was closed without any real investigation, so her family appeals for a formal inquest into her death. They were granted it, and every last detail was analyzed. Well, that's what they should have done in the beginning. But Exactly. This entire inquest was a long process. If you read the reports, there is one that said that something was up and to rule the death undetermined, but the coroner overrides this and keeps it as an accident. This is very unusual. Well, no kidding. Why would he? Yeah, like, I, I just mean it's very unusual for, like, a coroner to not take the stance of, like, an inquest. I just, 
very odd. They spent a long time talking to her therapist, who was concerned with Phoebe's mental health in the weeks leading up to her death. Aunt's father was a retired Supreme Court judge, and her mom and her mom was a county judge. Uh, I love Claire's adlibs. Hmm, fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Aunt was never has never been a person of interest. That is also so weird to me. I know, exactly. Like, you live with her. You're probably the person she comes in contact with the most. You have no concern for anything that's going on. I mean... Okay. Um, in June 2018, another one of Aunt's girlfriends was found dead. This is eight years later, just as a thought. 25-year-old Bailey Snyder was a model and a dancer. She went to a party after work in June to a house that belonged to a friend of Aunt's. She gets there around 8 or 9 the next morning, and her parents say she was in an argument with Aunt. When they got home, she was found strangled. Oh, I'm sorry? Police said it was suicide. She hung herself. The police, again, like, do better. That's all I can I say. Know. Do better. Uh, they did not collect anything for months until they checked her cell phone. In December 2019, her case got reclassified, and there is now an an active investigation. So two girls around the same age end up dead in a strange circumstance? Coincidence. Thank you, Claire. I love it. Many months after Phoebe died, in the pockets of her jeans was the number they didn't recognize. When they tried to track this person down, it was linked to a fake person and name. People think maybe it was a number of a drug dealer. Yeah, and I mean, so those are kind of, I guess, some of like the theories and, you know, there's no real evidence that she was like tied up into any of this. So it's hard to say for sure, but it's just so, it's just wild. Do you want to hear my thoughts? Yes, I do. It's Ant. Okay. That period. It's Ant. There's no way he's dated two girls and within eight years they're both dead. There's no way. There's just no way. Like, that is the worst luck, if if that. But there's no way. He had no concern for either, especially the first one. Like, he was ordering Thai food and didn't care that the stranger was on, that the room was bloody and, like, like no concern for where she was. It's it was I Ant. know. I, I, can't. I, have, I have to be honest. If I didn't know the tidbit about the other girlfriend I might be a little less like I would still be suspicious but maybe a little less convinced but I just think that that's too it's too much of a coincidence it's too much of a coincidence like that they both die in deaths that are ruled as like accidents when he has parents that are like in the, the court system like he would know the ins and outs. It has to be him. It's him. It's just crazy to me. It, it's crazy to me that the police just never seem to be doing their job right in any of these cases. Yeah. When these these and are honestly, clearly cases where they should be doing better. Yeah. And honestly, to me, the fact that she had been, like, on drugs and um, stuff, that makes it, to me, like, less likely that she would have been able to do that yeah especially because the friend who was in the best condition to be doing it struggled yeah there's no way that her ability got better when her like mind was elsewhere like there's just no way yeah 
Exactly. And, and I feel like if you, oh gosh, I shouldn't even say this. Um, but I just feel like if you are, actually, you know what, I'm not going to say it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I just feel like that would be really hard to do, like, in the best mind. I just state. have one question. In the second one, they say that she was found strangled and the police say she hung herself. I'm just confused on what state they actually found her body in. So, when I did some research and listened to the podcast, I heard a few different things, but I don't believe, like, I don't think it was actually hanging. Like, I think she was found with rope, like, around her neck, which is why everyone's kind of like, why would that be a hanging, like... I'm just, yeah, I'm just confused, because unless she was actually hanging, like, how would they have... Come yeah, to I don't that think conclusion. she was. Like, who would have taken her down? As exactly. awful as it sounds, like I just, I'm confused. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. It really doesn't. I. It doesn't make sense. It truly, like, if it. This is like. I feel like I say this all the time. Like, this is a really crazy case or whatever. But this one is like. It's so strange. I, it's ant. I'm sorry. It's just ant. I just think it has to be. It has to be. It, it, uh, uh, and I just wonder what we would have seen if the CTC, CCTV footage hadn't been... Yeah, no kidding. Mance is more concerned about his Thai food than his girlfriend. Like, I just... Ant, please. Like, what are you doing? I know. It's just... I guess I'm trying to figure out... Uh, but I guess he would have had time. She he got home around six, and he wasn't found, she wasn't found until seven. Yeah. But then this whole thing with like the shrine. But and, what was like, the shrine of? Like what? What type of pictures was there? But then I wonder if it had even happened earlier. Because was it Phoebe who sent that text message at the beginning? Who knows? Was it? No. Like if that's what I don't. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if that was hers because I, 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 I don't know whether she sent that or not, because I think like we said, her therapist like was concerned about her mental state at that time. So maybe she was going through some troubling like times. So maybe she really did send that message, but I also wonder. It's also very weird. The like pants situation. Like, yeah, I, if- I don't know what to make of that. If she was planning on doing that to herself, it just seems odd that she would put her pants or, that way. I guess this is, like, what I was trying to find a way to say delicately, and I don't want to generalize, but do it in a super complicated fashion. Yeah. Like, that's just hard. Like, to be honest, to me, it seems like Aunt tried to hurt her her and then it didn't end well so we just like threw her down the yeah yeah and I mean there are some that think she just tried to like go after something she like threw in like garbage or whatever but again that that literally can't be because she would have been going head first but also like if there's a room where the garbage goes there's probably a better door access than going down yeah the shoe but then one thing I kind of do question is 
And now I'm thinking back, like, she had bruises on her arms, right? And her pants were down. And I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? And she was found on the ground, like, afterwards. And, yes, she had that foot injury. But how can they say for sure that that occurred because she went foot first? Mm-hmm. But also, she could have gotten the foot injury in the home because there was blood in her apartment. This and if she I'm bled thinking. to death, like... If so blood, on the like, devil's advocate, like, I, I really think it's him, but devil's advocate, like, what if she did like cut her foot really badly or something and tried to like throw it out and went down the trash chute and it was head head first. But again, like just how hard it would be to get in in her physical state, like even if that the whole like cutting her foot badly thing like bad enough that she would have bled out in five to 10 minutes, which how do you even do that with just glass? Um, even so, I feel like it would have been too hard for her to get in and she would have been found by the trash chute on, like, the other end of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's just so much. There's so much that really, really, really gets me. Yeah, I don't know. I We say this every time. I don't know, but it's... I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, hard it's so wild. It is. I, it was an interesting one. I've never heard of this before. I know. It's kind of wild, isn't it? It it really is. I Some of the ones we do, I've heard of because they're, like, big cases. And I'm sure this was big to the people who knew her. And, like, big because it's just so random. But I've never heard of it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's that's it. That's our thoughts. Um, what do you guys think? If you have any thoughts, you can let us... You can send us a DM. Let us know what you think. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people find Ant suspicious. I, I, yeah. And I do, because he either has super bad luck, or he's either, like, kind of a douche who doesn't really care about his girlfriend. Yeah, no kidding. And has super bad luck, or he did it. Both times. He did it. He did Uh. it. Well, happy start to February and Valentine's Day. Hope you pick a better boyfriend. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so that is our case. If you have any thoughts or requests for a future case, you can DM us on our Instagram. Yeah, if you have any points for us for next week, yeah. let us and know. And before we end off, I guess we will just go through what we are looking forward to this week. Mm, I should look at my calendar. What is this week? Uh, I again I feel like it's it's just mundane like there's just always the same things happening nothing that interesting as of yet uh, um yeah. oh I can talk about last week we played um so obviously I'm doing cheer practice virtually this uh right now this time mm-hmm. which is odd but you know it's at least we still get to like meet and do something. So we just supposed to do conditioning and stuff, but I am grateful that my coaches try to make it interesting. So a few weeks ago we did like, uh, like a, they would do like some type of quiz and like in between each question, Oh, we did hangman and in between each question and like guessing a letter, we had to do like five, whatever, like jumping jacks, burpees, whatever. So it's still conditioning. Right. It was fun. And last week we did jeopardy. 
Oh, that's so fun. And I was winning the whole time, and then I got one thing wrong. But it's okay, I came in second. Um, so I think they're planning something new, a different type of game show or something like that for this week. So that's exciting if they keep trying to uh, keep it engaging because we're that's, all on the computer. That's fun. Yeah. Maybe I'll win this week. I'll let you know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, have anything I, else going on. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty chill week. I, I don't even know if this is, like, necessarily a highlight, but I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but I have one class, that I, like, a four-year class, that I legit have gotten zero marks back in. Oh, I did know this, yes. Like, this class is ending in two months. Please, could you give us some And I have no marks. marks. And um, I've been informed that some of them at least are coming this week. We, we, you think? I got one today and I got one lab back and it was a B plus. Oh, good, good. Which obviously I was trying for better, but I'm not going to get like upset over a B plus. So I'm like happy (laughs) at this point. You know what? You got a mark back. That's all we can be excited about right now. At this point, anything better than like a B minus, like I'm not going to contest anything like over a b minus like i'm fine a's and b's i'm honestly fine with i don't um, know I, I used to be one of those people who got super super anxious like upset if i didn't get like an a and i mean i'm not saying that i don't try for a's still like i really do but i've gotten better at like you know if i put my best work in and i get a b like that's it's okay that's still good yes like it's, it's okay <laughs> um i don't know if you're program is like this but obviously in all years in mine well because it's so specialized you have to keep a certain grade to stay in the program um yeah mine's a c but okay so mine was a 70 for first and second year and now for every single class i have to be getting at least an 80 in third year and fourth year so i was just wondering if yours is like that because mine so i obviously like had to keep a certain grade before but i don't know why it bumped up for third and fourth year i think mine mine is you have to keep a c average which is um a c and i don't know if i i I don't know if there's a requirement for a specific class because i'm kind of exposing myself here i did do quite uh quite poorly on like barely passed one class first year um honestly first year was just very first year rough, and, I'm, and I'm sure some people can relate um so there, there I just wasn't um thriving and I feel like second and second year and this year I've been back up to like where my grades usually are like A's and B's so I'm like happy but and I I'm still in my program so I think it's just an overall average interesting mine is uh mine well so it was each social work class had to keep a 70 in first and second year, and now it's each social work class has to keep an 80. But because right. all of my courses are social work courses, they all have to keep an 80. So right. that's stressful, right. but, you know, it almost guarantees you on on a roll. So yeah. maybe that'll happen. I don't know. Yeah. Not yeah. But I, 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 I have just gotten a little bit better at not being quite so hard on myself like obviously if I still do a point mark like like I care and I try to like see how I can do better but I try to think of it from the point of like okay like I didn't do as well as I hoped to on this assignment what can I like I personally feel like I learn more from oftentimes what I 
do wrong and I do better on the next one or whatever. So, um, you know, yeah, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to finally be getting some marks back in that class. You know what? I, that is, I would be I'm stressed. I'm happy that I'm getting B's and not failing because I was like, shoot, like what? Like, I was literally so kind of like, what if I get marks back and I'm like failing? Like there's not enough to like make up. Right. A whole year. I mean, year. I guess we still have our 35% exam, so I could, <laughs> but like there's not enough to like significant like you know really improve my mark because we're like basically almost on the course right oh my so. god I can't even imagine taking a full year course I'm not sure my campus has any full year courses at least on my program my first year I took all full year courses like I only took four courses and they were like throughout the entire year I've never heard of that oh my god yeah and then last year I took one full year course and then two different courses each term and i'm doing the same this year so i have one full year course and then two courses each term how frequently or, no, do you... three three so four at any given time how frequently do you take the courses in in a week like so in first and second year my social work courses were twice a week for an hour and a half each now they're each three hours once a week well, how it works at York is courses that are full year are either six or nine credit. Nine credit is um, deemed, is given to courses that they're three hours or nine, nine credits are given to courses that are three hours twice a week for the full year. So six hours in total. Um, and then um six credit courses are a full year but they are like two hours or less interesting we don't have three or six or nine credits none of that we have the they're all half a credit each course is half a credit and you um the only ones that are more than that are field placements so my field placement right now is one and a half credits right yeah ours is very different like three three are three credit courses would be are the equivalent to half credit most places like it's just a half a half a year i've like, never a, heard a of this course. so it's three and then six and nine credits are they're the same thing it's just the amount the amount of time you spend in school in those courses determines whether it's a nine credit or a six credit but they're both full year that's so interesting i've never heard of this <laughs> i actually don't know any other school that does full credit York is full a year courses. strange because we're also on a nine or seven seven or nine gpa um yeah is on a 10.0 gpa scale yeah like i'm sorry so, what yeah, honestly i can't remember for seven or nine it's also very weird to me i was trying to explain to my parents what i got for my gpa last semester because i my our grades just came out and my dad was like i don't understand what you mean i'm like well our school doesn't do four it does yeah 10. oh i think i think we're a seven it's so weird all right anyway anyways um, we, hope, we hope you enjoyed our little university breakdown of about course. how different our schools are our schools are very different our schools are very different they um are. anyways hope you have a good week hope you enjoyed this episode hope you're excited for the next one hope you're keeping <laughs> safe hope you're keeping well and we will see and if you again if you have any requests you can dm us um our instagram our podcast instagram is at margarita madness podcast my personal instagram is at claire.ohagan and mine is at katie.bodison thanks guys thank you guys stay safe have a great week and we will see you next thursday bye bye